Spor presents Spanakopita. This is Gary Butterfield. This is Cole Ross. Spanakopita. Spanakopita. We usually don't say the name. We don't. That's also the, it's it's the catchphrase. Hey, hey. A Brock delivery is very good. Hey, <laughs> yeah. Oh man, uh, <laughs> I love Brock telling telling hatred. Don't go chasing waterfalls. The Brock stuff in this episode is really good. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I, I love this episode. It's so good. Light on jokes, yeah, but it's one, good. It's one of my favorites. Like <laughs> yeah. this is this is one of my favorite. I I don't even know if I think it's light on jokes. Oh. I, I I like the jokes in this episode a lot. Um, yeah, I, I, this is one of my favorites. Yeah. Actually, uh, uh consistently makes me smile. Yeah. And it's just a, it's, it's just a good concept. Uh, I, I, mm-hmm. I like how rusty centric it is. And I, I just, I, I just really enjoy like the place that it, it, it the, the place that it occupies in the universe. It's very sweethearted. Yeah. Uh, this joke or this episode, I think, mm. uh, this is a Jackson public joint, uh, originally aired on June 23rd, 2013. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is about the Avengers' annual vacation to a Greek island for a festival uh, called Spanakopita. Yeah. <laughs> He's been going since he was young. Yeah, to this small little island uh, that is modeled after just, just one of those just little pumice mines uh, that dots the that, that dots the Greek coast. Um, yeah. Uh, a specific one. This mm-hmm. was refer- uh, research that Jackson did. Mm-hmm. On a very because spe- there are all these little Greek islands that have like twenty people who live on them. Yeah, one has a pumice mine. Thus, <laughs> that is why there's pumice in this. Yes, um, I, I also like that this has been happening every year, and we've just not seen it or heard about it because there was never an episode that took place on that day. <laughs> it, it's so weird how much attention is paid to that uh, in the book and the commentary mm-hmm. when that happens constantly on the show. It does. Like we didn't know about the uh, the boys doing their Halloween prank until the Halloween episode. Yeah. You know, no shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the, the the commentary and book stuff on this this episode is weird to me a little mm. bit. Like, uh, talk about that in a moment. A moment, but like, uh, it rubbed me the wrong way in the commentary. The uh, the con- doc constantly, or not in the commentary in the book, mm-hmm. doc constantly just being like, if I had done this episode, it'd be this way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, come on, man. Okay, yeah, just, like, <laughs> cool. No good. Uh, you know. <laughs> Like, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe he just doesn't see what I see in Spanakopita. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It's no. a it, it's it's definitely a standout. Um, uh, partially because Spanakopita is a big hoax. It's not a. I mean, it, yeah. it's it's a real thing. It's a it, it's a pastry. You know, it, it, it is it is a dish, but it's not a festival. You know, it's not it's yes. not a. <laughs> <laughs> they point out like it's not a harvest because nothing really grows here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's it's put on uh, for Rusty's benefit uh, for very sad reasons related to his terrible, terrible childhood. Yes. Um, uh, Billy and Peter in this episode as well. This is their first uh, their second because they snuck into his compound. Um, this is another the the second chapter in their ongoing arch with yeah. Augustus and Cloud. Yes. Uh, the first one that was written, though. This is the first episode written for St. Cloud. Yeah. Yeah. And they were feeling him out as this, you know, just petty, oblivious man who, you know, shows up and ruins things by throwing his money around. Yes. Uh, this, like many episodes, is born of an in-joke uh, that they came up with when they were writing the season four finale, um, which is just them uh, hearing the word Spanakopita and pretending it was a festival. Like, you going to Spanakopita this year? Mm-hmm. That's it. 
Yeah. You know, and then they just kind of joked the episode out. Yes. Yeah. And they said, uh, this is the fastest that they ever like came up with a whole concept for an episode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of research in this. The, uh, the scene, the flashback with where all the research comes together is great. <laughs> uh, just like what a great little coincidence and also an appearance of Elrond. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, Elrond is great. <laughs> he flies away as a ghost. Like there's so many little bits of this that are just little animation grace notes that, that crack me up. Uh-huh. Uh, that and Pete White setting fire for a second uh, <laughs> makes me bust a gut. Like I, I think that's a very funny little bit. <laughs> I, I just love that they're very well edited. <laughs> I just I just love that they're pinned out like it's like it's the end of Blade or that one notable scene in Blade. It's not a vampire. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, same, same kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, Real, real oh, good on uh, yeah. that stuff. Uh, there's also a uh, f- sequence break. The first time since we had the uh, deaf translator mm-hmm. um, from the season one, uh, we have a section that is done in stop motion. Yeah. Uh, this, specifically. Which again is also pretty awesome. Yeah. It is done in the style of uh, the Ray Harryhausen uh, stop motion, uh, specifically from Clash of the Titans. Uh, which is worked yeah. in here. It is a, it, a Billy has a dream, and we get you know stop motion uh, Saint Cloud. We get stop motion uh, <laughs> Rusty as the as the Medusa's head. Uh, yeah, it's per- a friend. <laughs> um, yeah. It, yeah, and they worked with uh, the robot the robot chicken people uh, to accomplish this, and it looks pretty good. Robot chicken people sound so different than what it actually is. Yes. <laughs> like they're the robot chicken people. <laughs> Here they um, come. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, that sequence is really tough. Uh, Doc was uh, over and over his head. You know, it took him forever to make yeah. this work. Yeah. Um, Stop motion is you know, hard. So a lot of work. Stop motion is hard. Maybe that is why uh, he is, you know, feels more down on this episode. Yeah. You know. Uh, there's the other thing that came through that made me think, feel like tension from the boys. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it reminded me of the, the commentary and book part for Venture Libre, where mm. the whole thing is just Doc just being like, why would you ever want to write for Venture Stein? Yeah. It's him just constantly like, why would you ever want to write for Helper? Oh like, why yeah. Why would you ever want to do that? And I'm like, because Helper's great. What's wrong with you? Helper's a joy. Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> He's he's great in this episode. Uh-huh. Like all of that stuff that he's saying he doesn't want to write is just like so good in this. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah, I love, like, I love, uh, James Urbaniak's young rusty voice mm-hmm. and you be the Trojans, <laughs> like the little declarative, like little kid voice is so well observed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this, this, this episode is pure joy to me. I, I don't yeah. want to oversell it, but it's one of my favorites. Uh, mm-hmm. and certainly for me, a big bright spot in uh, season five. Yeah. And the, I mean, a, a series highlight too. Yeah. I, I agree. This would be in my top, you know, top 10 episodes of the show. Like mm-hmm. very easily, I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, like as a series highlight, you know, I, th- I think it, it it definitely st- sticks out high because it does kind of get back to the emotional core of it, you know, to to to, yeah. to a certain degree, you know, just the 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 the, the artifice that like the, the the artifice and like the the scar tissue that builds around, you know, somebody who lived this you know life that began horribly and now they're not kind of living up to to their potential. You know, 100%, and, and just you know? The, 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 like the, the, the structure that comes up and helps them cope with it, you know, you yeah. know, it, it, it's that, and it's, uh, it not being concerned with the ongoing subplots of, 
you know, monarch machinations and stuff. Yeah. It has a self-contained nature to it Mm -hmm. that is just about Doc's character that I really appreciate. Yeah. Well, also, you know, like this, this concerns itself with the, the, the actions of old team venture as well. So like, yeah. 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 So it is part of like a, like a, like a broader thing, uh, but it's just a broader thing that we don't get an awful lot of at this point in the series. Yeah. And that, that having watched the rest of the series, I know that the creators eventually end up having less interest then. Yeah. You know, I'm really looking forward to talking about the blue morpho stuff because like there are things in that I really, really like, Mm -hmm. uh, but going back and revisiting the series and seeing like when the show used to be about more than, you know, it didn't focus on that quite as hard. Mm -hmm. has been really refreshing Yeah, to me that felt very exciting when it first came up. And then, but now I'm, I kind of miss the classic doc stuff. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. love doc. Um, we open up with this cold open with old team venture. Uh, diving for treasure uh, off the coast of this island. Um, mm-hmm. Rusty is just playing. He's supposed to be studying, but he's playing uh, yeah. with Helper as the Minotaur, <laughs> uh, which is really cute. And they're all going to leave to Jackie O's wedding yeah. uh, that's going on on this this yeah. island. Jacqueline Kennedy mar- marrying the James Bond villain Aristotle Onassis, who owns, yes, Aristotle. <laughs> he owns an island called Scorpios. Yep. <laughs> Incredibly good. Yeah. Um, and just, just, you know, incredibly cruel. Like he's on this vacation and it's like, you have to read Plato's Republic chapters one through four. Mm-hmm. Well, we uh, go off and carouse. Yeah. yeah. Don't wait up for dad. <laughs> you know, just leaving the robot to watch him. Um, we go to the present day. This is Rusty showing Pete and Billy a slideshow of his trips. Yeah. Saying like, Hey, two tickets just opened up. You get to get fun in the sun in Spanikos. Come mm-hmm. to Spanikopada. Yeah. And he's trying to sell yeah. the, sell them on like, you know, like it'll be a wild party vacation time. And the way that he says it is, you might even say I had my first solo adventure there <laughs> and it's unclear <laughs> if it's a euphemism. <laughs> well, he, like call him out on it. Pete's like, is that a euphemism? He's like, don't be crass. Like, well, where you, what did you mean? Um, yeah. Hank and Dean are not going. Dean for mopey reasons. Mm-hmm. And Hank, because he's still wearing the suit, he's got to do band stuff. Yep. <laughs> uh, you know, I love him just sitting, you know, with his legs crossed. Like, he's wearing the suit. He sets like a, a woman. Yep. Uh, oh, man. Um, and, uh, you know, Doc offers Pete and Billy some more Doc tales. We get an appearance of the hot mummy and the Slim Jim Fizz. Slim Jim Fizz. Uh, which is a gin fizz with a Slim Jim in it. <laughs> with shaved gross. Slim Jim in it. Oh. Yeah, I, I love, I love uh, Pete just being like, uh, still working on my first. <laughs> uh, yeah. You had a Slim Jim recently? Uh, I've had a Slim Jim. It's been more than a year, but less than three years. Yeah. Not to give you a riddle, but no. it, it's it's probably somewhere. In the, Problems, I mean, it's an easy riddle, too. Probably two years ago. <laughs> Within that zone. I'm just trying to think of the last time I, yeah. had, I had one. They're real weird. There's a lot of heart and bone ground up in there. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, just uh, that, that that snap is provided uh, by like a real thick skin on them. You know, just, uh, yeah. I, 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 I ate one at my parents' house because like they... <laughs> <laughs> I did, I was I was staying over at my parents' house to help watch you know uh, be, be around for my grandma while they were away, um and uh, they just had they had some in the snack drawer and I was like damn a slim jim it's been a while and uh, mm-hmm. y- you can definitely peel a slim jim, uh, <laughs> it's it's like a summer sausage for kids yeah yeah in a way yeah it's a uh, it's they're really bizarre I'm trying to remember part of the reason why I was unsure about when the last time I had one is because I'm trying to remember why I had one. <laughs> You know, uh, this 
This is like I, I yeah, I don't I don't remember. I uh I had a I bought a summer sausage recently. Okay. You know, summer sausage. Yeah, yeah. Uh which is the sausage they make with citric acid. Yeah. Uh, to make it last. Um, and I was uh, curious. I was like, I never cooked up a summer sausage. What if I like fried this up? Uh, I rendered more fat out of a summer sausage than the thickest bacon I've ever cooked. Oh, it's vile. Yeah. Like if, yeah, if you put a summer sausage in a pan, you basically have an unlimited, like a, a doorway to the elemental plane of grease. <laughs> yep. But like really sour grease, you know? Yes. Sour citrusy grease. Yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah. I, I got a summer sausage because there, there was just one on sale and I was like, oh, you know, just it would be nice to like, you know, cut that up and eat with some cheese and crackers or whatever. And yeah. I, I, but when I brought it into, into my house where it was just me and God, uh, I realized, oh, there's a reason <laughs> why these only show up at parties because you only want like two or three slices off of this. Like this needs to be long through 20 other people in order to make it go the, the, away <laughs> it is a sharing food yeah. and just having it in the fridge and you just take bites out of every once in a while which uh. is what i did is is sad <laughs> it's pretty grim yeah it's it's a it's it's kind of a grim grim existence yeah uh, <laughs> uh pete's um, pete's trying to uh get out of going he says he's got to stay around for the gravy you know, there's a shallow mm-hmm. gravy gig going on. He claims he's their manager, but they, they say, hey, you're actually just the producer. He, he's really just trying to get, get get out of it because as an albino, he does not want to go to uh, a, an island where he's going to be in the sun, which is a practical concern. Yeah. Can I, can I, do I have to spell it out for you? I'm an albino. This is not a fashion choice. Yes. Um, as he's kind of going on this rant, we cut outside to where Bubo the Owl, also from Clash of the Titans, mm-hmm. is uh, watching the window. And that's a little... Dun 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 dun. Uh huh. They're being spied on. I fucking love Bubo the Owl. Like oh, that was great. Just just uh, <laughs> it's hilarious. We watched Clash of the Titans like in a like a, it was either like late middle school or early high school um, uh, English class as we were mm-hmm. you know covering Greek myth or whatever. That movie couldn't have anything less to do with classical <laughs> myth. <laughs> <laughs> it it is a pretty uh it's like how we used to watch toy story all the time as a kid in school <laughs> yeah. it's not really uh the educational value is pretty dubious i like bubo as a precursor to uh the last express yes <laughs> yeah. uh, i was looking at it when i watched this episode i was like well yeah bubo uh-huh. uh and i was looking around you can buy i was like i would like a bubo replica uh-huh. um they're like three hundred dollars but that, they're real that is, nice looking. That is a weird. Like, that's, ex- that's expensive for just a thing that'll end up on a shelf. But also, it's not as much as I would expect. I could almost say, yeah, I could almost see it being more than that. Like I'm not going to pay three hundred dollars for a life size bubo. No, but three hundred dollars for a life size working bubo. Yes. Yeah, you know, a sentient bubo. Yes. <laughs> that could be my friend. Like, yeah, uh, a roommate bubo. Yes, uh, a <laughs> man. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh man. Uh, so this is obviously Augustus St. Cloud. Uh and we cut over uh you know the the X1 arrives on the coast of the island. Rusty's expecting a crowd. Uh but none mm-hmm. is there. Uh instead all that is there to greet him is the X2, uh the hydrofoil. He uh believes that it is JJ who is here, but it is not. No. JJ's still in space doing gargantua too. Mm-hmm. Uh Pete is dressed up in the Marlon Brando uh outfit from um dr moreau from? Dr. dr moreau, moreau yeah. yeah the uh the big wide brimmed hat and like weird white star trek ambassador gown uh-huh um and uh billy's talking to him he's like yo this we're not near the equator it's on the same latitude as virginia this is ridiculous yeah 
you know, uh, Hadrid's got his Hawaiian shirt. Everyone's in summer wear. Yeah. <laughs> like Rusty in his, uh, in his linen suit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rusty tells Hatred, you're like, oh, you know, just, uh, it, it gives a bit of the backstory. You know, he found this place after uh, getting lost at sea and washing on shore during the festival. Yeah. Not quite true. Yeah. Um, you know, Billy's like, I couldn't find anything about this festival on the island. And Rusty's like, that's because they don't have internet here, uh, mm-hmm. which doesn't make any sense. They call this out. Yeah. Uh, but it's clearly just like this rural area where nothing's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, when they get there, he meets uh, Yorgos. Uh, I love he never calls him. He calls him Georgios every single time. <laughs> yep. then, like um, his you know, usual room has been rented out by some rich American who came in the X2, uh, not St. Cloud. Yes. Or not uh, Jonas 2, it's St. Cloud. Yes. Uh, yep. So we get a great Billy like St. Cloud. Uh, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And uh, uh, he says like, oh, you know, I bought the original X2 and Billy uh, like, I gotcha, buddy. That's not the original X2. It blew up in 1968. It was rebuilt. Yep. Uh, we're going to see how it got destroyed. Yeah. And and he's like, you know, of course I know that uh, there. He's just here to ruin the vacation. Yeah. Uh, as an arch enemy. Yeah. Which is uh, very cute. <laughs> That's the stakes that he plays. Just he just wants to make sure somebody doesn't have a good vacation. Um, so hatred is suspicious. Uh, he takes the baggage up to, uh, to, to the new room, to this Imperial suite, which is only $200 more, you know? Um, mm-hmm. and he is shocked to see that Rusty has been, um, gagged and blindfolded and tied to a chair and there are a bunch of dudes around him and, uh, hatred goes all Brock on them. You know, he's the bodyguard, right? Yeah. He beats him up. Yeah. Uh, Rusty stops him. He's like, Hey, this is just the traditional welcoming ceremony ceremony for Spanakopita. And all the dudes who are beat up all go Spanakopita, <laughs> which is the, you know, happens whenever anyone says anything in this. It's, yeah. it's very similar to the Sphinx mm-hmm. thing with shore leave. Uh, but I don't mind that they do it again because I like it. Yes. You know, well, and, just, and, and I like how people gradually lose enthusiasm for it as the episode goes. <laughs> Yes. Uh, just the, the different deliveries of it. Yes. You know, are, are very good. Yeah. Uh, I like on the commentary, they talk about how <clears throat> people have started, uh, you know, doing that to them and they like it because it's a replacement for go team venture or ignore me, mm-hmm. uh, which is what people yelled at them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, anything that somebody yelled at me in public would be, uh, would be a bit much. Yeah. I don't want to get yelled at. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, uh, Saint Cloud. He's he he is envious of the full chair treatment, so he's starting th- starting to throw money around. You know, nobody should get something that he is unable to have. So uh, yeah. that night, I, I love this line and I love this conversation because they're just uh, sitting out drinking, and Pete and Billy are talking about like it's really weird to see Rusty happy. Like yeah. it's it's actually pretty creepy because that dude don't smile because he doesn't really have a reason to. <laughs> there's a lot of him just like dancing and grooving Uh in this episode. Again, I really love it. I love happy rusty. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, uh, Pete, Pete says, Hey Billy, next time when you put the zinc on me, you had to leave a bear patch or I'm going to suffocate. Oh, that's an urban legend. Well, didn't you see Goldfinger? And then St. Cloud's like, speaking of Goldfinger, Mm -hmm. uh, and comes up in the Goldfinger pool outfit. And I love, (laughs) you know, one of the uh, St. Cloud Billy things I love is just how angry Billy gets. Uh-huh. He's in a museum. <laughs> like, he just gets so furious. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, oh. It's very good. <laughs> Goldfinger's pool outfit should be available for everybody. It's part of a shared cultural heritage. God damn it. <laughs> it's such a weird specific little pool. You know, pool. 
this is Sigrid's getting this building susp- uh, suspicions. He sees some hospitality workers uh, carrying something, being kind of secretive. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and Yorgos kind of stops and gets in front of him and says, "The games are starting tomorrow." Yes. Yeah. And uh, you know, uh, just uh, we're going to be competing for the Spanakopita crown. Uh, and Saint Cloud says, "Oh, I'll just buy that." But no, you have to win the it. Crown? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it must be won. Uh, so, uh, the St. Cloud is going to make Rusty a bet. And this is, you know, the, the, the stakes for the episode and this weird, like summer camp, uh, uh, you know, decathlon, uh, kind of thing that they have going on in this episode, uh, which is if Rusty wins, he'll get the, he'll get a million dollars. Um, he doesn't have a million dollars to give. So if St. Cloud wins, he gets the X (laughs) one. And, uh, also St. Cloud is just planning on buying Spanakopita, just buying the Island and denying him. Yeah. Yeah. To be a dick. Yeah. Uh, the first event is the running of the goats. Uh, <laughs> you know, the win- winners are given drachmas and whoever has the most at the end of the festival uh, wins. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so uh, Rusty's, you know, playing fair. Everybody's uh, playing fair here, except for St. Cloud, who cheats by riding his uh, pay dressed as a ninja going parkour, 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 yep. <laughs> uh, making him do all these jumps. Yeah. Uh, oh, poor P.Y. <laughs> uh, Rusty also cheats mm-hmm. uh, to get past it, taking this shortcut. But then uh, they blow a flute that he has here, which calls the goats back to trample Rusty. Yeah. Uh, and St. Cloud's like, you know, if you want to fix a horse race, you had to buy all the horses. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or learn the magic cheat code on this pan flute to bring them back. Yeah. yeah it's it's you know kind of weird that the goats com- are commanded by a pan flute, but <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> uh so it's nighttime rusty demands like hey pete and billy you need to deal with this asshole he's ruining my vacation and he's your arch like he's only here because of you right yeah he, he can't do anything because saint cloud is pretty much the only thing keeping him afloat yeah. <laughs> remember this saint cloud I, but, is his best customer yeah i love this little bit too where he's like you know you guys figure it out or you're walking home he's like so are you genius you bet the x1 <laughs> <laughs> idiot uh real good stuff yeah uh and Rusty has this uh, pumice stone that he has, and he's like, you know, because the next event is pumice carving. There's a pumice mine mm-hmm. there. Uh, Bubo is spying and sees this, so St. Cloud can get an edge in a Squid Game-esque, uh, <laughs> you know, finding out what the next game is. Yeah. Uh, a little bit uh, of intrigue. Yeah. Uh, so it's the next day. Uh, Rusty and the others are going to go out sponge diving. Uh, this is this is the next event here. Uh, Hatred's going to stay behind. He says, ah, you know, the old cigars can't really do a lot of diving, but he's going he's gonna to start uh, doing some investigating. Uh, something's obviously going on here. Yeah. Uh, he calls Brock and everything about this conversation I really like. Uh, Brock just answered going, why you call me, man? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm at the Spanakopita thing. Oh, oh yeah, Spanakopita. <laughs> like, the way that this dynamic works is so good. Mm-hmm. It's really well observed. And, you know, he's just like, you know, just let it go. Whatever you're thinking, just let it go. Let mm-hmm. me ask you, is Rusty happy? If so, just let it go. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Mm-hmm. And then all the women who show up with their little broccolings. <laughs> yeah, their bro- broccoli <laughs> Florets. Yep. Just kids of different ages, all of them with <laughs> with curly blonde it's so mullets. Sad. Brock, yeah. Brock. Yeah. Is that Brock? Uh, it's, oh. I uh I, I was goofing around uh with my girlfriend mm-hmm. and I got the phrase uh we were talking about tamales. Okay. And I was talking about how my favorite tamales are ones that like, you know, an old lady comes up and sells you from a cart. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh and I got the phrase abuelo rancheros. <laughs> stuck in my head 
<laughs> Pillow strange heroes. <laughs> they're they're called country just, grandpas. <laughs> thinking of like a carton of eggs with a picture of an abuelos uh-huh. on, the, on the front. Abuela. And then uh, inside are all the eggs with, with abuela. And you like cook them. And they're just like, porque. You know, as you are making them. As you like make the eggs. Uh of the abuela and it just like really cracked me up grim it's the accent reminded me of that grim <laughs> very gr- i mean very grim but it's also like grandma eggs it's not real <laughs> okay um, all right okay <laughs> like, <laughs> so there's uh, like a grandma can't hurt me <laughs> this one can <laughs> i'm more worried about hurting the egg grandma um yeah hey yeah. grandma's fine hey grandma's good Hard she'll be okay to. she's gonna be okay yeah. Oh man! But when when Brock figures out, it's like, yeah, who's that? I gotta go. Losing transmission. It's gonna go away. And in the, the, the art book, I like how they saw you know Brock, Brock is you know known to take he doesn't check in on his lovers, and honestly, calling calling them lovers is being really generous, generous. to Brock. Yeah. <laughs> um, and of course, that's what Brock would do. Yeah. He just go off and get laid. You know, while all this stuff is happening. Yeah. Uh, and Brock's not gonna wear a condom. It feels like snow pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like what you know what like brock's gonna put on a condom come on um you blow right through it go to the the water do the sponge diving thing i like our rusty strips down completely naked <laughs> and there's a lot of just you know people like ah oh. <laughs> well every, like everybody everybody winces when he when he put you know dro- drops trout and then when he uh when he bends over to to dive they wince yes. again <laughs> you can imagine it yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. i ended up watching this on um hulu for convenience so i don't know if they uncensored it uh on the dvd but yeah i didn't i didn't see i i also watched it on hulu um yeah yeah so (laughs) they uh are everybody's underwater uh and saint cloud has cheated he has poi waiting for him down there on the seafloor with a bunch of uh uh, sponges in a big old net bag Mm -hmm. yeah uh so he's cheated he wins again yeah um um we get to we they show old team venture as the greek gods uh, looking down on Mount Olympics, uh, and they're upset. You know, Rusty seems to be having fun. Mm-hmm. This is a problem. Yeah, uh, this is all a dream sequence about how Rusty's vacation is getting ruined. Yeah, and this is and this is Billy having this dream, which is weird. Um, yeah, yeah, and so uh, they need to release the Kraken, and this is where we get the you know the Kraken is the b- big stop motion uh, Augustus Saint Cloud, um, and we get stop motion uh, Billy. Uh, uh, riding on Pete as the Pegasus, and Billy even well, remarks, or Pete remarks, it's weird. <laughs> you know, Billy and Billy and Pete are animated. Are they okay? Uh, yeah, yeah. The, just the, uh, the this is a mixed media thing. It's really neat. Yeah. Uh, here, you know, he's like, hey, buddy, mount me. <laughs> like I'm a Pegasus. It's very good. It's your dream. Uh, I love Saint Cloud as the the Kraken. Where they just have him say it, and he goes, "Here he goes, a friend." <laughs> uh, just kind of under his breath. Yeah. Uh, here. Uh, Rusty is the Medusa head saying like, ah, save my vacation. Um, and, yeah. uh, St. Cloud reflects the Medusa being back, uh, with his uh, big reflective drachma. Uh, and, uh, then everything's all mixed up. Pete starts flying them toward the sun and melting. Uh, Billy's like, no, that's the wrong myth. Stop this. It's not holding together. And then he wakes up, uh, and he yeah. has figured out how to beat St. Cloud. He knows what the source of his power is. Yep. And he wakes up uh on top of Pete and he's like, I know the source. And he's like, a oh, buddy. Like he was just <laughs> riding him like a horse in his sleep. Yeah. Uh, which is cute. Yeah. And uh, funny. Uh so Hadred hears this gunshot outside, a gunshot outside. So he, he grabs his gun and goes outside uh to investigate. 
um, walking by St. Cloud's room. There's a lot of like kind of gay panic stuff in this, but it's stuff that works for me. Okay. It's just double entendre stuff. Like this whole bit about it kind of seems like PY is sucking off St. Cloud. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, and the, and the stuff with, uh, you know, Billy on top of Pete's back yeah. in, the, in the night and stuff like that. Like it just kind of the reactions end up feeling real in a way that makes me laugh. Like it's not smart humor. It, it's also, it's also it, not lingered on, you know? Like, no. Yeah. And it's not hateful. There's like no hate to it. Yeah. Like, yes. If let's say PayY was really blowing St. Cloud, mm-hmm. like, yes, that would be troublesome. If the joke was that they're gay, I think the joke would more be that he's an albino that he owns. Right. That he's yeah. making blow him. Like, yeah. I think that would be the more troubling part of it. And, and also like, it would be, it would be socially uncomfortable to just walk by a room where there was, you know, heterosexual, uh, oral yeah. going on. Just, oh, if PY was a girl, it wouldn't make it like better. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's about the, the intrusion on privacy mm-hmm. in all the cases of this joke, as opposed to the fact that it's yeah not heteronormative. Yeah. Right. Like writing somebody in their sleep <laughs> because you were writing them as a Pegasus in a dream is funny, regardless of the genders involved. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not lingered on. And, you know, just the, the, that, that, didn't even, that didn't even stick out to me, really. It just this third this third time it showed up in, in short succession in the notes. It kind yeah. of made me think of it. Yeah. But I but, but I do like that the, the St. Cloud is having abs air, airbrushed onto him. Uh, yeah, his little yeah. Roman gladiator outfit. Yeah. Uh, there. Uh, so Pete and Billy, uh, they're headed out. They've they've rode to the X2. Um, and Billy explains, hey, you know, St. Cloud's power is his money. If we take away his, if we take that away from him, if we take away his stash of drachmas, we can win. Right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, they rode out just because it was cooler. They mm-hmm. could have just walked down the dock. Uh, and they get in the X2, which is full of memorabilia. Yeah. Uh, of St. Cloud. I like that pizza uh, it's like a floating planet Hollywood. <laughs> Do we need to explain uh, what planet Hollywood was? No, it's planet, I think planet Hollywood still exists. There are not as oh, many we, of them as there used to be. <laughs> no, no, no. They're still not around, but there's definitely, they're, they're still around for sure. Hmm. Uh, but they are, there are fewer of them. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, restaurants where they put Hollywood memorabilia around mm-hmm. like the the mug from heartbeats <laughs> <laughs> like shows up yeah the, 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 the awful the, script from the cable guy yep uh, <laughs> just, a, just, just a just a big tacky chain restaurant it's like the movie version of the hard rock cafe um yeah yeah uh was, my favorite one of those is the one that has <laughs> uh the rubber Sylvester Stallone from demolition man in it <laughs> um in encased in ice I think it's a table you might be able to eat on that thing. Oh, fun. Yeah. And if not, that's a good idea. The thing that I like about Planet Hollywood is no matter where the restaurant is located, when you walk inside, you are always in Myrtle Beach, Florida. Or Myr- Myr- Myrtle yeah. Beach, South Carolina. <laughs> it's fast travel. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but it, it's, it's only specific fast travel. That kind of yes. sucks. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but they, they've got all this stuff here. Some of it's, uh, you know, it's, it is copyright free versions of, uh, of, of stuff. Um, but one of them, Pete actually points out and calls out, Oh, that's the clown from FX two. <laughs> I, I don't, I've never seen FX two. I didn't know what FX two was before I started looking into this episode. Yeah. It's, I mean, uh, that, that was just one that was just, I think it was on the, like the backside of a, like a teenage mutant Ninja turtles movie. Uh, uh, for for me, because my stepdad was a hmm. uh, a flagrant movie pirater, and I have all these weird associations just from what movie was paired with what. Yeah, 
A, a special effects man helps his girlfriend's ex, a cop, with a sting operation where the ex gets killed. Something's off, and he investigates with help from an ex-cop PI friend. Mm-hmm. It's like a story problem. Who is a cop and who is used to be a cop and not fucking sentenced? <laughs> <laughs> like that's the synopsis? Uh-huh. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh man this logic grid <laughs> of who used to be a cop every, every puzzle has an answer <laughs> i think apparently I there's it. a robotic clown in it though yeah yeah um, there's a there's an anim- we want to see it there's an animatronic um, clown it's not very good uh <laughs> but this but this clown comes to life and punches him out uh pui is controlling it remotely uh, we get a very, uh, I like the choreographing on the choreography of this fight scene of uh, mm-hmm. PY and the clown simultaneously beating both of them up because it's rigged to his motions, you know? Yeah. Uh, until eventually they do the thing where they uh, dock and make them hit each other in the head. Uh, it seems that they're going to win, uh, but they, uh, St. Cloud lifts the idol from Raiders, which causes darts yeah. to hit Pete and Billy. Yeah. Uh, in the hatred subplot, he had followed the sounds of gunshots uh, down in the cellar where all the inner workers are hanging out, counting money and playing big buck hunter. <laughs> um, Yorgo says like, hey, 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 you know, don't shoot. I'll tell you exactly what happened with uh, Spanakopita, the same yeah. way I did for Brock. Yeah. Uh, there's really no reason why Brock didn't just tell him this. Right, right. his curiosity. Yeah. Um, but this, this story is great. <laughs> so it was 1968 it was the jackie o wedding right so we so we know that mm-hmm. um but it was it was a bad year for the island uh the people here they were they they were starving um so they resorted to piracy you know they knew that there's this big event going on and they had all these docks um you know uh, all, all these yachts docked uh in relatively nearby so they were going to go and uh and steal from them right yeah yeah the, these rich americans coming and doing a tourism here is very insulting to yeah. real people who are poor who live here. And that kind of thing happens all the time. Yeah. Uh, Rusty's on the boat. And again, I love young Rusty delivery. Like <laughs> you, you know, I'll, this will be the horse and you be the Trojan, you know, <laughs> uh, that little kid voice. He crawls into this chest. Uh, the pirates come, they beat up helper and they take the chest thinking it's full of money, but really it's full of Rusty. Yeah. Yeah. And when they take him back and they open up the chest, they recognize him from the newspaper. You know, so about all yep. these luminaries who are coming by and they figure, oh, his dad is super rich. We can hold him for ransom and they keep on trying to call him. But Jonas doesn't answer. Yeah, uh, just doesn't doesn't seem to care. He's busy doing adventure stuff. It's very sad. Yeah. Um, what he's doing is he's in a swashbuckling fight with Elron, uh-huh. which is a robotic Elron Hubbard, his ghost inside a robot body. Yep. Um, it's great. I- I, th- I think Elron Hubbard was still alive at this point, so it's his Thetan uh, that has been projected yeah. to control this uh, to control this robot. When did Elron yeah. Hubbard? <laughs> oh, he died recently. He uh, not recently, but like nineties. <laughs> yeah, died thirty years ago. He, not, he, he died you know, in uh, nineteen eighty six. So he was still alive. Yeah. It was just his Thetan that was projecting into this. Um, yeah, I, God, I just I just love all of like, all of like the lore in this uh, action man being shot with the engram gun. Oh yeah. no, oh, engrams! Oh man! Uh, you know, and then Hubbard uh, mocks Jonas, saying, "You know, this wedding raid was just a distraction." And he points to the thing on his his lapel about Apollo Seven, which is the mission going on, the splashing out in the day, mm-hmm. the day, 
uh, his ghost just flies away, his yep. Eaton, which is very funny. <laughs> yeah. And the Colonel Gentleman's like, Wally's on that mission. Yep. Uh, referring to Wally Shira, the threesome he had with Gore Vidal <laughs> and uh, Wally Shira, the astronaut. Yeah. And um, so, and so, like, I, I, I love the serendipity of that. You know, the Jackie O wedding is happening on the same day as the Apollo 7 splashdown, which also happened yep. to involve this astronaut they just, they just joked about kind of yeah, being, being just, part of this world. Yeah. Just a random, <laughs> random Colonel Gentleman Triss. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just, you know, really, really good. And I, and, and I'm, I'm definitely there for L. Ron Hubbard. Yep. Humor. Uh, that guy, you know, believing in all kinds of weird fucking magics. Mm-hmm. Uh, funny to me. Yeah. Uh, the Behind the so Bastard series on L. Ron is really good. They've done a whole bunch should, of, yeah, uh, a bunch of runs on it. Yeah. Yeah, I should, I should, I should definitely check that out. Yeah, um, I find that man fascinating yeah. as a villain. Uh, did you, did you ever see The Master? Uh, no, I haven't. I that's been on my list because I love, uh, I, I love Elrond. But you know, you know mm-hmm. a fascinating figure, and uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman's one of my favorite actors. So I just, there, there's no Incredible reason I haven't seen it. Performances in that movie. Yeah. I need to see it again. Like it's not like you know, plot wise, it's no, there will be blood. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, but just the performances are just fucking. Yeah, really, really good. Philip Seymour Hoffman does incredible work in that movie. Yeah, there's no reason why I haven't seen it. It is absolutely a movie I should have watched, given my uh, given my proclivities, but I just never, never fired it up. Yeah, it also is in the subcategory of the lighthouse where people drink monkey pump. <laughs> like they, they they drink like ship fuel at some point. <laughs> like if people just drinking things you're not supposed to drink to get drunk. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I love this little flashback. You know. Uh, <laughs> They, you know, so they keep trying to, you know, the idea of just a ransom not being answered. Yeah. <laughs> so sad. Uh, and Rusty starts getting really upset and they start feeling guilty. So they're like, hey, you know, we're not actually going to kidnap you. Cheer up. No one should cry during Spanakopita. Mm-hmm. They just literally, know? George just looks over and sees somebody eating, a, you know, a piece of Spanakopita, the, the spinach and feta cheese pie. Right. And like, oh, just mm-hmm. that, that that'll be the name of our festival that we that we make you, you know, believe we're having, you know. And so all of the events were just made up of stuff that was around. So like that, that welcoming festival of him being tied to the chair. It's like, oh, yeah, we tied you. We tied you to the chair when you were a kid, because that's how we welcome outsiders. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> it, it's it's very adorable yeah and then you know rusty you know when he was like 20 years later when he's in college you know his dad died he came back because it was like a place that made him happy it was like, it was the hey, most fun know. he ever had <laughs> yeah it's very sweet yeah you know uh the uh you know rusty uh you know goes in and or yorgos uh goes and shows hatred rusty carving a statue of himself as a kid playing with the minotaur with helper minotaur mm-hmm. it's like it, it's so sad like him holding on to this little moment like uh-huh. it's in a snow globe yeah and it's you like know? i mean like so this is actually rusty showing affection for helper too you know yeah. but just just taking this and you know making a little like memorial for that fun weekend that he had you know like yeah we're just gonna do this in honor of the first time that i came here very sweet and very sentimental and i love what yorgo says because he's making a good point you would tell him there's no spanakopita you would break a you would break a lonely little boy's heart yeah yeah, the lie. I mean, it turns out Yorgos's motivations are not purely altruistic, but at the same time, like it kind of does, it doesn't this matter. Is a kindness and well, yeah, it doesn't matter. It's it's a kindness and it's a kindness on a huge scale that the whole island does. Yeah, you know, like yes, it's it's for money, but also like you know, there, there's kind of a weird emotional and almost philosophical core to this episode that doesn't show up in a lot of Venture Brothers mm-hmm. episodes, and it's less cynical 
Yeah. Then a lot of times the show ends up being where, you know, the idea that the joy the doc is feeling is re- real, regardless of the trauma that bore it or the motivations behind doing it mm-hmm. is really core to this. And that's like something that I resonate with a lot. You yeah. Know, that, that's something that is very appealing to me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah. probably part of my affection for this. Yeah. And also this island figuring out that they have a, um, you know, like make, making this, you know, little white lie into the cornerstone of their economy that actually helps mm-hmm. all of them, you know, is yeah. also, is also pretty good. Like it just, it doesn't matter that this is fake. It doesn't matter that it didn't happen before. You know, it was a, it was failed piracy that actually turned out into something that helped everybody involved. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's, it's it's more it's it's richer than maybe it initially seems. Yeah. And it's also a weird reference to the very mediocre Chevy Chase movie Funny Farm. Yeah, I found that very strange. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I haven't thought about or I haven't uh, played Funny Funny Farm or watched Funny Farm in a really long time. Funny <laughs> the Farm. Game. Funny Farm still in your backlog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the platformer. I get that that movie confused with the money trap. Yes. Or the money yeah. pit. Mhm. Uh, and I, just cause they were on the same VHS thing, you know, for stuff <laughs> reasons, you know, yep. stepdad concerns. Oh uh, man. So Billy and Pete wake up, uh, pinned to the floor of uh, a quarry to this, this pumice mine <laughs> as the sun's coming up, like, uh, you know, blade or like, uh, interview the vampire. Yeah. And the sun's coming up and Pete, who we've seen in the sun, mm-hmm. all of a sudden the stakes are that he will die. <laughs> If the sun hits him, <laughs> I love it so much. Like <laughs> the panic. Uh, and Bubo eventually <clears throat> comes, excuse me, Bubo comes down and frees them. Uh, it turns out it's PY because the albino code is stronger than his, <laughs> his uh, tie to St. Cloud. Namaste, my friend. <laughs> Namaste, he nods. Uh, and as they escape, there's a great little bit of editing where Pete rolls out of the way of the sunbeam that sets him on fire for a second. Uh-huh. And they cut away. There's no commentary or anything. Yep. <laughs> Just cuts away, like, really quick. It's very funny. Oh, man. <laughs> so so <laughs> they managed to get back. Uh, and Yorgos is walking down the line of statues uh, before declaring that St. Cloud is one. Uh, he won by uh, having his good friend George Lucas send out a pumice carving of Han Solo Frozen and carbonite and obviously yorgos has been bribed yes um you know yorgos is like where's our other competitors where's boy cyclops and the ghost man (laughs) um they were all uh, tied up oh wait they were too burnt out to join us yeah just just trying it uh eventually yorgos says like let's count up the drachmas uh and py does not have saint cloud's drachmas because uh billy uh shows up he shows um, up. Uh, it's it's like something out of like the, the greatest story ever told or whatever. You know, just here comes Moses just as sweating in from the desert, carrying Pete on his back, out racing the rising sun. And he has the bag of drachmas. Yep. Yeah. Uh, St. Cloud is, you know, so this, uh, they, they win. Uh, St. Cloud thinks he's going to get the last laugh because he w- arranged to buy Spanakopita. He's going to cancel it. Uh, Rusty is very hurt by this. And Yorgo says like, you know, Spanakopita, we have a saying here, you know, uh, I basically sold him just a couple million dollars, or he just says a couple million dollars worth of uh, humble pie, mm-hmm. humble spinach pie. Yeah. Uh, so he bought Spanakopita and they just sold it. You know, Spanakopita doesn't really exist. Yeah. Um, you know, they just sold him a spinach pie. Yeah. You know, and Rusty isn't mad that Billy won his crown because there's always next year, right? And this is yep. this is a good, you know, credits gag. And just no fucking way. <laughs> We're not coming everyone, back. Everyone, yeah, everyone, no fucking way. <laughs> We're not doing this. 
Oh, uh, and then the post credits, uh, we get uh, we get a little bit of a uh, uh, flashback, you know, as the the original team venture uh, tries to get Rusty back. Uh, Iragos is uh, handed them a, a large bottle of uh, olive oil to make up for the misunderstanding. <laughs> uh, and actually, that's like I say, oils well that ends well, like like an <laughs> episode of the show. Everyone laughs, and then Jonas says, uh, "You know, okay, no, take Rusty." Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and we're going to repay these men for their generosity to beat the crap out of them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like Yorgos lost his eye. Uh, he swears that he'll make Jonas pay. Uh, and it shows him in the future counting all the money. Yeah. St. Cloud and Rusty's money. He made him pay by, you know, creating this festival and taking their, their cash every year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Great episode to me. Yeah. Um, it is, it is low on like big joke jokes, but there's all kinds of little grace notes that still make me laugh. Just the the, the Wally's on that ship, <laughs> yeah, well, and, and just the the it feels so clever. Like the callback just feels so good. Uh huh. There, you know. Yeah. They they, they, they uh. just they just hit it and let it ring clean. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Uh, just yeah, just a joy to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're nearly like I, I will get try to get ahead. I I've been trying to do um my podcast work mm-hmm. uh, for the week on uh, Sundays. Yep. Uh, Sunday evening because you know winding down there's not a whole lot going on that evening mm-hmm. and uh, so I watched the show in advance uh, this time I rewatched this episode um, just for pleasure yeah. like right before you know we recorded last night just because I just wanted to yeah because it's so good it is a real standout uh, yeah. love how Speeder does yeah. yeah um look uh, next episode I remember nothing about it. <laughs> what, what, what what is the next one uh space uh, os i love you os i love you yeah yeah i think this is the one where like the, the molotov story is kind of uh tied off in a weird real weird way it's a brock episode yeah 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 it's uh it's it's the one that does the the history with the olympics and stuff yeah yeah with that that they they hinted at and we get to see some osi members you know we get to see bum rush and mm-hmm. tank top and all those guys who i who i generally like yeah and don't worry, kids. Yeah. We're going to get to uh, bot seeking bot real yeah. quick. Bot seeking bot, uh, which is real good. And we can start getting some cool guild stuff at the end of this one, mm-hmm. like Don Hell. <laughs> um, you know, all all that jazz. This might be the one that introduces Snoopy, who is one of my least favorite characters on this show. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm I still uh, looking forward to revisiting because I don't remember very much about it. Mm-hmm. So, uh, if you like this show, uh, head on over to Patreon.com/slash/DuckFeedTV. Please do. Uh, you can uh, support us, get episodes a whole week early if you would like to, get access mm-hmm. to whole bonus shows. Lots of bonus shows. Yeah. Lots of content. Um, yeah, and leave ratings reviews on Apple Podcasts or Podcast Addict. We really appreciate it. Yeah, and tell your friends. Uh, and until next time, go, go Team, team Venture. Venture.